It's your Kali. What's The following program was brought to you by Yolo Kali. Keeping it weird since 1997. Oh. Who's that? Who are you? You're not allowed to be in here. Hey, yo, somebody get their grandma. Huh? Ah! Now nah, you gotta do it like this. What's Up is back with another two hours of fully youth-produced content, tapping into the matters and concerns of youth in Chicago. As well as all the crazy, wacky, tea-sipping, gossip-spilling, weird shenanigans that we, youth, get up to. Listen to your own risk, because your mind might explode. The chances are low, but never zero. So strap in, and let's get into the show! LPN, LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, and an all-new pre-recorded show. My name is Jasmine, and I'm joined by Diego, Angel, Arianti, Sam, and Jeremiah. Happy first of the month, and April Fools! Keeping with the tradition of joking around, today we're exploring the mysterious, outrageous, and fictional world of conspiracy theories. From money laundering with fur mattresses, doppelganger stalking people, to a religion about spaghetti, and even an underground experiment gone wrong. Join us today as the Yellow Team explores these unexplainable and satirical concepts. You're listening to What's Up, The Suspicious Expedition. Yo, bro. Hey, man. What the heck? I was listening to that. I got a question. What if you wanted to go to heaven, but God told you no? What would you do? What in the world are you talking about? I mean, like, what if you wanted to go to heaven, but God denies you? I, I know what you're talking about, but why do you always ask the most random questions at the most random times? Bro, I was just asking the question. Chill, man. A dumb random question. Man, real talk, I wouldn't be talking to the driver like that if I were you. I could literally take you anywhere I want. This is my car that you were begging to drive. In fact, where the heck bro, are we even going? This is literally the reason God would deny you. You always want you know what? Oh my God. You put the Lord's name in vain. And speaking about the Lord's name, did you actually know that there's a spaghetti God? Uh, I, I, could, I mean, I could believe it. Well, this full of possibilities. <laughs> You're such a loser, bro. Religions exist everywhere in this world. From Christianity to Buddhism and even atheism, there are so many beliefs in the world, and there are over 4,000 ones officially recognized. But what about the strange religions? What about the ones that are so absurd they seem to be made up? Well, sit down on some pews and put your hands together as we learn about all the wacky religions around the world. Just a couple quick notes is that the facts presented here are legit and real, and while some may seem satirical, they are in fact serious. first religion we'll look at today is Pastafarianism. Pastafarianism believes in the flying spaghetti monster who is the primary god of the religion, and one that followers devote themselves to. The religion believes that the universe was created 5,000 years ago and was created by the flying spaghetti monster, FSM for short. On the first day, the spaghetti monster separated water from heaven and into earth. On the second day, the monster then created a beer volcano to relax itself. But after drinking too much, they drunkly created land, people, and sins. That's how the creation of the earth works in Pastafarianism, but in actuality the religion was founded by Bobby Henderson in 2005. Bobby wrote a letter to the Kansas State Board of Education, parroting the idea of religions by presenting the flying spaghetti monster. 
When the Board of Education ignored him, Bobby opted to instead post a letter on the internet, where it gained traction online. After its exposure, a publisher offered Bobby $80,000 to write a gospel, thus creating an official written medium for everyone. The Flying Spaghetti Monster is made up of two eyes, two meatballs, and millions of spaghetti noodles. It is believed that it still lives here on Earth, so it is invisible and cannot be seen by anyone. It is instead that the flying spaghetti monster made Earth appear older than it is, and that when the scientists record data all around the world, the spaghetti monster changes the data with their noodly appendage and rigs it. The religion also believes that all humans are descendants from pirates, so pirates are the chosen people of the flying spaghetti monster. Pirates are believed to be original Pastafarians, and the religion teaches that pirates are actually cool people, but due to pop culture and religion, have had a negative display. In fact, International Talk Like a Pirate Day is a national holiday. The religion also has its own 10 commandments, titled The 8 I'd Really Rather You Didn't. These include, I really rather you didn't judge people based on their looks, purposely indulge in content that is offensive, argue with people on an empty stomach, spend money on churches and instead use that money for social issues, annoy a person who clearly has no interest in you, disrespect those who don't recognize religions, Use the God to oppress, melee, or declassify others, and force yourself to people. If you follow the 8 rules, you will be granted entry to Spaghetti Heaven, which has a nightclub factory and the infamous Beer Volcano. If you upset the spaghetti, you will be placed in Spaghetti Hell, where there are cool people with uncool stuff and the beer is warm with no flavors. Followers of Flying Spaghetti Monster often wear a drainer on their top of their heads, and some even have it on their IDs. And the religion is recognized as an official religion in the Czech Republic, New Zealand, Massachusetts, and Utah. Currently, there are over 1 million followers in the religion. Pasta La Visa, that's all for this one. Star Wars, possibly the biggest franchise in the history of American pop culture and the entertainment industry in general. Nearly every title entry making billions, Disney spending millions on merchandise that will go on clearance, and hundreds of thousands of fans all over the world. With its popularity, there's no surprise that there are sometimes strange occurrences and beliefs in the fanbase. But by far the most complex one is their religion, Jediism, which is a religious group following the teachings of the Jedis. In Jediism, the official god isn't Luke Skywalker, but rather followers believe that there is a supreme and powerful force, often called a deity, that binds us all together and is the sole creator of the universe. Furthermore, carrying on the ideas of the film, the religions believe that there is a light and dark side, where the deity guides us to join the light side as we, our humans, are drawn to the dark. As for an afterlife, well, it's entirely up to the individual if they want to believe it or not. The religion freely allows people to believe if there is a heaven or a hell. Jediism started all the way back in the early 2000s when the prequel trilogy was released and Star Wars hype was at an all-time high. During the New Zealand census, thousands of people wrote down Jediism as their official religion, which began its popularity and spread around the world. In 2005, the Temple of Jedi Order was registered in Texas and was granted IRS tax exemption in 2015. So if you donated to the Temple of Jedi's, well, chances are you can get a tax exemption now. 
If you wish to look more into that religion, their official Facebook group, Jedi Church, is accepting applications and currently has over 8,000 members. Ed Wood, the acclaimed film director Ed Wood, never, never heard of him? Well, chances are you probably haven't. Uh, Ed Wood is a American film director who made some of the worst movies ever received. And uh, when those movies did horrible, he went on to write uh, things that I cannot save on radio. Uh, but nevertheless, Ed Wood is interesting in that 1996 a religion called the church of edward was founded uh and in this religion the church of edward uh their god is the director himself edward who passed away uh in 1990s and who even has a film directed by tim burton focusing on his life if you could believe it uh but the religion believes that we're just happy-go people and that God just happens to be Ed Wood. Uh, they personally believe in the beliefs found in his films. And the thing is that his films aren't the most appropriate. So can't really say those. But it's a very interesting religion. Looking at their website, they have claimed that over 3,000 people have been baptized in the name of their religion. In the name of Ed Wood. Very strange. But yes. What if the frisbee that you're throwing with family and friends is actually someone transformed into a frisbee disc in the afterlife? Uh, well, the answer to that is frisbee-tarianism. Uh, frisbee-tarianism is the belief that when you die, your soul becomes a frisbee that gets stuck on a roof and never able to get down. Uh, this idea is carried further with the quote-unquote ascension, which is a powerful being that comes from a ladder and gets you down from the roof so basically ascension is a process from getting down with the roof and the god in frisbeetarianism is the person that gets you down from the roof uh the religion was created back in 1975 and looking online there's no official statement on how many people are in part of how many people baptized but yeah so from talking about pasta Dang, that dude actually has a pretty nice voice. Yeah, I feel like most deaf he could pick up some girls at GameStop. You know, I actually had a friend who converted religions. Well, I have a friend that's named after the eighth month of the year. August? Yeah, you know? I think I know him, actually. Really? I didn't think he'd hang out with losers like you. <laughs> Let me put on some tunes, though, my guy. Dang, they really got nothing good for him. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there we go. The way you grind with that booty on me Shorty, you are down while you let me know me Cause I was all around, it's all on me Hey, hey, hey Just put it down on me Hey, hey Me, put it down on me Hey, now let me on me The best part, the best part, watch out Now let me down on me Just put it down on me Perfect, now it's probably jumping Bro, what you do that for? That was the best part, bro, it was 50 cent 
doesn't feel good, does it? You're a hater for real. Oh my god, it's 50 cent, bro. Oh yeah, keep talking, keep talking. This drive is taking forever. I'm falling asleep. I really wish I had my bed. I mean, real talk, you wouldn't be so sleepy if you didn't turn off 50 cent. And real talk again, I bet my bed's way more comfy than yours. Dude, don't even lie. That's a complete fabricated lie. My bunk bed is superior because I got two different floors, two different mattresses, twice to sleep. Yeah, but I got the swagger and comfortability from Edna's down in O-Block, though. Best furniture shop in the Chicago. Well, I get mine as Sleeping Lambs, and they probably got better deals than whenever that granny is selling at O-Block. Yeah, yeah, whatever, but I'm telling you, when it comes to swagger and comfortability, Edna's is the place to go, bro. Man, Edna may got the swagger, but for sure, Sleeping Lambs got the comfortability and the deals. People get their stuff from any store, but you know where I've never seen anyone shop? Mattress firm. Actually, come to think about it, you're right, I haven't seen one person shopping mattress firm. Strange. For show. Why are they so many mattress firms? Is it a money laundering scheme? Is it a front? Well, today we're gonna find out in the Yolo Kali conspiracy theory show. People only need a mattress every seven to ten years, but I don't know about you guys, but I've been having the same mattress for about twenty now. But, the average person only needs one mattress every 7 years. So why are there so many mattresses in the city of Chicago? There seems to be one around every corner you go to. Well, a lot of people say, they open a lot of mattress firms because it's easy money and they could profit so much from just selling one mattress a day in each store. And to that I say, BS, because I've never shopped at a mattress firm once, and I will never shop at a mattress firm, and I know they're a money laundering scheme, and I know everybody keeps telling me, Diego, you're going crazy, please Diego, please Diego, take a bath, you haven't showered for days, please take off that tinfoil cap, please Diego, please, and to that I say no, because I know deep down in my heart and soul that mattress firm is a scam, and it's a money laundering scheme, but today, today, me and the Yolo Kali crew went down to a mattress firm, and we will solve this mystery ourselves so me Ariandi Jasmine and Sam we devised a plan to go inside the mattress firm and attack it from within and there will be one person with the wire that person being me asking the hard hitting money laundering question let's go thank you We're just, we've never been inside a mattress firm, so. As soon as we came into the mattress firm, they had approached us the second we got in. Some of you might call that good customer service. I call that suspicious. Oh, you've never been in a firm store before? No. Oh, okay. Are you looking for beds, or? Yeah, we just wanted to see how firm the firmness is. Okay. Um, what, are, are you mattress shopping, or are you just kind of coming in and just curious? And as soon as he said that, I smelt something fishy. Cause what do you mean? Am I just coming in? Am I just curious? Hmm, yeah. that's really suspicious. Uh, just because, um, you know, we had some really great deals right now. So yeah, we're running our, our king king for queen, queen for twin sale. Uh, we're offering free adjustable bases. Um, Can I sit on the roof? Go right ahead. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty good. We 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 do offer financing too as well. 
So right at this very moment, he asked me, so where are you from? And I had to think quick on my feet and I said, Oklahoma to throw the scent off of me. From Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sooner, huh? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Oklahoma Sooner. That there, there's a big college there. And that's where I knew he was talking some sort of code because Oklahoma Sooner. Oak. Oak is part of a tree. Trees make paper. Paper is money sooner, meaning that they will get the money soon. If I were to open a mattress up, like straight through the middle, right. what's like what's in there? I'll show you. So you were mentioning how do you thicken or, or firm up a bed. So this is the firm side and this is the plush side, right? So this is a thicker So coil. at this very moment, the, the employee took me to a corner of the room the thinner coil and the rest of the group went plus, with you know, another employee softer. on the other side of so the mattress firm. And they didn't have a wire on them, so we missed the super hard-hitting question that Ariandi was asking. So we're going to recreate that very moment right now. Sorry, sir. Do you mind... If I test out this mattress, see no, how firm it is? I don't mind at all. Go ahead. Go ahead. Really? Go ahead. Oh, yes, thank yes, you. Thank you. Yeah, it feels, feels really nice. feels really... What's going <gasps> on? What are you doing? What the mattress? Get off the mattress. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, sorry. What? I know. I, I, I got a little ahead of myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a good, that's a good mattress right there. I want to do this for the rest of my life, but I've been here for about 10 years, and I do like helping people, and that's what I do. Wait, did you already ask about the money laundering? <laughs> <laughs> we're just, it's like, people always say it's like a money laundering. I mean, it may, right? <laughs> so, so why, okay. You, you know how you told me it has the coils inside? Right. Are you sure it doesn't have the money inside? <laughs> it has, these, these, these uh, beds are composed of a lot of things. A lot of, a lot of natural items. So, um. Well, I don't know what more proof you need. That guy basically just confirmed it by saying they have natural items in it. What does that even mean? I don't know. Maybe oats because oats are natural and Oklahoma. You know what I mean? But hey, if you don't want to believe Mattress Firm is a money laundering scheme, that's on you, buddy. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Peace out to the world. Man, that audio piece was comfortable and firm. Yo, dog, what do you think you'd be, a wolf or a vampire? What? I mean, in life, there's two options. You're either a wolf or a vampire. Which one do you think you'd be? I feel like you'd be a vampire by the way you dress. By the way I dress? Really? Well, it doesn't even matter. I got no clue at all. But on the other hand, though, I feel like you'd be a wolf because you got that dog in you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I like the sound of that. You're right. I do got that dog on me. That D-O-W-G. What would you be? If I'm being honest, since I'm already an alpha, I might as well just be a wolf, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, you're such a loser, man. Just like, I'm the alpha. Like, That's come on now. You're just such a true, loser, man. man. But, man. But, could you imagine a bunch of different universes out there where we're different people and animals? That'd be really cool, but I feel like you'd still be a loser in other dimensions.
speaking about animals in different dimensions and stuff, did you know the richest people in the world are actually related via bloodlines? So that basically means they're all probably reptilians or something. There you go again, talking some nonsense like a loser. Bro, it's not nonsense, it's real life. I actually have knowledge on this topic, bro. Okay, so with your quote-unquote knowledge, explain it then. Well, well, I don't want to like blow your mind with like the reptilians thing, because there's too much to talk about right now. And I'm driving, but I could tell you about the Illuminati Dolphins. The Illuminati what now? The Illuminati Dolphins. We never heard about the Illuminati Dolphins, bro. Never in my life. Well, lucky for you, you're talking to a real-life expert here, so let me blow your mind real quick, man. Wait, wait. Why do I hear music? Get ready to get your mind blown. I know I said I was going to talk about the Illuminati dolphins, but dolphins are basically penguins, and penguins live on this earth. So I will be discussing to you why the earth is flat. Both round earthers and flat earthers know that the moon landing was a bit suspect. NASA, a Nazi program, big governments and institutions are not to be trusted. The first moon landing, Apollo, was a secret society mission. All the astronauts were Freemasons, and Neil Armstrong's name spells aliens backwards. Coincidence? I think not. How did the Apollo lunar model get through the ionic sphere? Why did all the moon landing tapes go missing and all the gear that they used pronounced destroyed? How was it that they were able to live stream the whole event to millions of viewers? And what if something bad happened and everybody witnessed it? How was it that the president was able to call them while they were on the moon? A lot of questions, not enough answers. I bring this up for you to question your own government. Can they be trusted? Can they not be trusted? It's up for you to decide, but let's get right into the facts of the Flat Earth Theory. We were at war when we faked the moon landing, but even when we were at war, all the countries got together to sign the Antarctic Treaty. Why? Maybe because they found the permanent in the Arctic and they wanted to prevent the public from exploring it because they didn't want them to find the firmament. Early world maps show the flat earth, but not only do early world maps show the flat earth, the logos of the UN, international, and aviation are show the flat earth. A monument such as the Georgia Guidestones has a hole in the center of the stone. For over 40 years we've been able to see the North Star in the hole in the Georgia Guidestones. How could that be if we're just floating through space? Why does the North Star stay in the center of the hole? In mathematics, the plane is a flat surface. So, are we on a flat planet with flying airplanes? When we're on an airplane, the horizon seems flat. No curvature at all. Coincidence? I think not. Everything is a micro-macrocosm. The universe is you, and you are the universe. The Fibonacci sequence proves this, as we can see the pattern of the universe in everything. Why would the religious powers and the governments of today say the earth is round? Because if the earth is a firmament, then we are not just some random specks flowing through space. No. The firmament model proves that there is a creator, an intelligence that created us and this world. Dare I say it, the firmament proves that there is a God. God, 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 God. God. You're crazy, man. <sighs> 
Guess you just weren't ready to hear the truth, huh? Shh, shh, shut up, idiot. Put it higher, put it higher. Hey man, dang, no need to be rude, bro. All over the world. What you're about to hear is a live encounter with one of the UFOs. Okay, Elizabeth, what you're listening to now is a bunch of UFOs and, and, and see to it, it seems like. And they're taking cows, humans, and are those furries? Ah! Y'all don't pay me enough for this job. I'm out of here. People of Earth, we've come here to chase your champions. Angel Diego, we are here at C2E2, here to challenge you, the champions of this Earth. You don't show up in the next 35 minutes, your planet will be destroyed. Um, uh, it seems that we have lost Roger, um, but, um, Diego and Angel, if you're hearing this, we need you! Oh my um, god! What happened? Bro! I've been dreaming of this day for ages, the day I, the brave and super charismatic, not so handsome but still makes a work hero, and you, the not so smart, cool, or capable sidekick, save the planet from blood, sucky idiots! Heck hey, yeah! Now, now, why would I be the sidekick? I mean, the people spoke, man. The people chose their champion. What do you mean the people spoke? Well, I mean the people chose the champion, which is I, because they kept calling Diego and Angel, not Angel and Diego. You see? You're the sidekick, man. I'm sorry. Sorry to break it to you, but the people spoke. Oh man, well, when you play like that, I really am the sidekick. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Do we at least have any cool team name? How about the Baby Yagas? Man, that sounds alright at best. I mean, the man, Baby Yagas. The Baby Yagas are saving the world. Wouldn't it be sick if we had a theme song? Bro, you really think I don't have a theme song? I've been dreaming of this day for ages since I was born. Heck yeah, I got a theme song. Just let me get it from my backpack. Not this. Hey, I've been looking for this. Aha, here it is. The finest cassette tape you'll ever lay your ears upon. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, you ready for this? Check it out. Yaga on the track. Yeah, 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 check it out. Yeah, 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 uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, we out. Peace, let's go, baby. That was for Yaga. Holy moly, that was absolute garbage. What you really thought it was garbage? Man, screw you. How long we got left? I'm tired of being here with you. Uh, four plus three, about seven minutes. Four plus three, four plus three. Shut up, loser. You're a nerd. What's that noise? No, Lord, no, not on Jesus, Son of the Holy Mary Himself. Not now. Why? No, why now? This can't be happening. Wait, what are you talking about? Is the car breaking down, bro? Is the car breaking down, bro? Bro, is the bro the car? Is it bro? Did the car just break down? You're the one driving, you should know. What do you mean I'm the one driving, bro? Obviously I'm the one driving, I'm the alpha, bro. Man, I don't care if you're the alpha, I got that dog in me. Man, screw you, this is all your fault, man. My fault? The car probably heard your mixtape and thought, I can't handle it anymore, and broke down. Hey, you're a hater, bro, I was literally just trying to hype us up. You did a garbage job at that, you embarrassed us instead. Embarrassed us? Bro, at least my car didn't break down when we were trying to save the world. You know what? Yeah, th that's it. I had enough of you. Getting into my car, coming uh, up with those random questions, oh, known to man, go. playing there garbage music. 
And it's not this is why you're the sidekick, me, the sidekick. I seriously need a break. What the heck was that? Que last of us ni que nada. See, I told you there were no infected people in the forest. Just some crazy dudes swimming at the top of their lungs. Right, maybe the real infected were the homies we made along the way. So, this leads us into our next video. Welcome to our YouTube channel. We are the Haunted Homies in which we try to debunk urban legends, paranormal stories, and many other unexplained things. Today we are on the lookout for a photo booth. That's right, and not just any normal one. This mysterious photo booth has supposedly been appearing since the turn of the century. In random parts of Chicago like the underground pedways, the Yolo Cali bathroom, and some have even spotted it in DOWNTOWN ATLANTA! With no one claiming to this SITUATION, people are confused as to who or what is behind this. Or maybe it's something more supernatural. For real, this photo booth seems to have a mind of its own. Rumor has it that those who take a photo inside can be transported to a different time and location. However, the spooky part about that is that some of those people never return. Very strange. Hmm. Yep. Based on nearby witnesses at the time, their last known locations were located near the photo booth. I should mention though that there are stories of those who have survived strange photo booth killer, kidnapper, whatever, but nothing too certain. I think the craziest story I heard was one time this dude was on the toilet, chilling, and it was all the shining style where this dude was using the bathroom and suddenly out of nowhere, a photo got slid under his door and he opened it up to find an old looking photo booth about two feet from his door. This photo booth seems to really like appearing in obscure locations. So according to our random calculations, the next place that the photo booth should appear is somewhere around here. What if we find like a Chuck E. Cheese or something? Whoa, okay, okay. Wait, what was that? I think I heard something over that way. Dude, is that actually Chuck E. Cheese? Wait, no wait, is that the photo booth? W wait, where? I can barely see inside of that place. Trust me, I saw it. Okay, thanks for sticking with us, homies. I know this may seem a bit staged, but we are as lost as you are. Thank God we're recording this or- It's right here! Whoa, it looks so old. For those of you who can't see, it's a rotting old photo booth. A once bright red curtain adorns its entrance to its side. It's wooden, and there's old text scribed on the outside. Saying, photo booth, wait, how much is the price? Mm, are you really being stingy right now, homie? Dude, I'm not going to waste my money on a photo booth that doesn't even work. Okay, fine, I'll pay for it. Damn, it really is $10. $10? What the heck? Isn't this from the 2000s? How much was it back then? Don't worry, homie. I'll tell you later. Okay, whatever. Five, four, three, two, one. Was that it? It's so dark here. Do you see anything? Nah, homie. I don't see a thing. Wait, am I in a Febreze commercial? Girl, what are you talking about right now? Let's get out of here. Oh, okay, my bad.
Wait, are these our pictures? Why does the year say 2009? Party in the USA! Girl, get it together. What are you talking about right now? We have to get out of here right now. I can't even see it. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyway, it seems like my vision cleared up. Let's see. Oh, are we still inside the Chuck E. Cheese? What are these? I haven't seen one of these in a minute. Is that a cassette player? Alright guys, if you want us to press play on the cassette player, like and subscribe, and we'll make sure to upload a part two. Girl, if you don't press play right now... Oh, oh okay, my bad, my bad. Is this thing on? I think it is. Anyway. I don't know who will hear this, but I need to record this down because I think I'm going crazy. I don't even know where to begin. I was walking home from class the other day when I saw Jessie pass me on a bike. Her hair was down and blowing in the wind like crazy. I was going to call out to her, but she passed me so fast she was out of earshot before I even had a chance to yell her name. But I thought, no piggy. She's probably on her way home from work anyway. I'll see her in a bit. It's not uncommon for us to run into each other on the way home at the end of the day. Her path from work and my path from the train overlap. But anyway, I decided to stop by one of those free mini book libraries on the way home to see if they had anything new. Only when I got there, Jessie was standing right there looking through an old book. I walked up and said hi, and she said hi back, and showed me an old children's book she had found. I thought it was cool. It was her favorite book growing up, but I was too distracted by the fact that she didn't have the bike with her anymore. Her hair was now tied up in a neat bun, too. I asked her why she decided to walk the rest of the way home if she already rented a bike, but she said she hadn't rented one. It was such a nice day that she had decided to walk home, too. I told her how I thought I had seen her pass me on a bike now four minutes before running into her now. She made a little jab about me being as blind as a bat even with my glasses on, and we laughed the whole thing off. That was last week. Since then, I've seen what I'm now going to call Jessie's devil six more times, but almost always before running into the actual Jessie. At first, I thought my sister was messing with me, pulling some elaborate prank. I even told my mom about it, but Jessie denied it. My mom didn't believe me. She said someone who looks like Jessie probably moved in this neighborhood recently. You know, like an actual doppelganger. But I know now this is different. That thing isn't a person at all. The last time I ran into Jessie's double, I actually talked to her. I foolishly thought it was my sister, but as I would soon find out, it wasn't. I was walking home from the train station again, only this time I decided to walk through the park. I would still end up on the same path at the end of the park that would take me home. I just wanted to take a bit of a scenic route. There weren't many people in the park that day. I remember only passing one or two joggers on my walk home. And by the time I neared the end of the park, I realized I was the only one on the path. There weren't even cars passing on the small streets that lined the edges of the park. That's when I saw her, sitting there on the bench on the path that would lead me back home was Jessie. From what I could see, it looked like she was just watching the trees sway in the wind, not really paying into attention to anything in particular. She saw me a second after I noticed her and waved me over. I asked her what she was doing and she said she got tired on the way home and decided to take a break on the bench. I laughed and said, home is only a few blocks away. She really couldn't make it that far. She shrugged and laughed with me, now standing up and stretching a bit.
I don't know what possessed me to do what I did next, but I felt a sudden urge to touch her shoulder. She was still laughing and smiling, and I just reached out and patted her shoulder. Or at least I tried to. What I touched was not her shoulder. It was not my sister. It felt like cobwebs lined with tar. My hand tingled where I made contact, and for a split second, I swear, I saw my hand seep into her shoulder before being pulled out by her other hand. That hand was solid, but still not quite right. The tingling sensation from a moment ago was replaced by a searing pain where her skin met mine. It felt like what I imagined TV static fire and needles would feel like rolled up together in one horrid tornado. With my wrist still locked in her grasp, I almost fell to my knees in pain. When I looked back at her, she was no longer smiling. Her eyes were ablaze with what I can only assume was anger. Appearing a shade lighter than my sister's, with her eyes still locked on mine, she sneered, Don't, Don't touch, touch me, me again. In a booming voice that hurt to hear, it felt like razor blades against my ears, echoing long after she spoke. When she did let go, I did actually fall to my knees. Tears began falling and I scrambled to cover my ears. I looked up at her terrified. This monster was wearing my sister's face. It had been showing itself to me in small flashes all week, and I didn't know why. At that moment, I just remember thinking, why? Just why? Why was it doing this to me? Why was it messing with me? My whole family thinks I'm blind or crazy, and I can barely stand. As I laid there crouched on my knees, I looked down. I couldn't stand to look at her. I just stared at the ground in front of me, watching an ant walk by, weaving through the sandy dirt beneath me. From this view, I could still see her feet directly in front of me. She stood there staring. It felt like an attorney, but in reality, it couldn't have been more than 30 seconds. When I saw her feet began to move, I flinched, closing my eyes and pressing my hands hard against my ears. I felt her hand touch mine and recurled further into myself, bracing for a pain that never came. Instead, this touch was soft, her skin now feeling like silk against my hand. The shock of the surprisingly soft touch made me open my eyes. I didn't turn to face her fully, but I could see that she had crouched down to be at eye level with me. She leaned in and whispered, Now, now, now. Be good and keep this to yourself. I'll see you again soon. With that, she chuckled and walked away, leaving me screaming out in pain as a feeling of razor blades once again assaulted my ears. I gasped for air as echoes of her voice danced across my eardrums. I grasped at the dirt looking for anything to ground me to stop me from losing my mind. Through my tears and the madness, I could see her walking away. Laughing to herself, she walked towards a wide, slanted tree, waving goodbye to me before disappearing behind it. I stayed there, crying on the floor for what must have been five minutes before I felt a hand on my back with a quiet, Jasmine? I jumped and rolled over to see my sister standing there, looking concerned at me. Or should I say looking concerned about me? I was so scared that the person standing before me wasn't her, but when I looked into her eyes, I knew. Her touch hadn't hurt. Her voice was soft and normal. It was her. I breathed a sigh of relief and took her hand to help me up. I could see there were other people in the park now. A lot of them were staring at me and whispering. I guess they saw me crying and were too freaked out to ask if I needed help. I dusted myself off and wiped my eyes. Jessie tried asking me if I was okay, but I could only cry in return. We walked home together, and as soon as we stepped through the doorway, I beelined it to my room and locked the door. My mother and sister tried getting me to talk, but it's a lost cause. I've been holed up in my room since then.
It's been three days since my last recording. My family is very concerned and now I missed two days worth of classes. I want to go outside but I'm terrified. My ears still hurt from that thing's voice. And at night I swear I still fear the searing pain on my wrist. Not as intensely but just enough to keep me from sleeping properly at night. But today I decided to tell Jessie. She has to believe me. She saw me on the floor crying. She has to know I'm not making this up. When I came out the bathroom yesterday she cornered me. And let me just say, when a monster has been stalking with your sister's face for over a week, being cornered by said face is terrifying. And worse yet, she wouldn't let me go till I talked to her. I told her I couldn't do this right now. The shock of seeing her face after countless nightmares was sending me into a panic attack, but she practically begged me to tell her what's going on. So I broke down and told her I would tell her today. Now I'm just waiting for her to come home. Jesse. Sorry, not Jesse. Ah, no, 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 no! I told you to keep our little encounter to yourself. My, my ears, no. Like, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her. No, but you were planning to. Too bad now you'll never get the chance. No, please, I promise. I, I won't tell her. Please. Too late for that. No, no, not like, not like this, not like this. Oh God, please make it, please make it. Oh. Yes, yes, I can do this. I can do this, I just, just around this corner, just around. There you are. No, no, please, no, oh. Oh. Well, that wasn't creepy at all. Yeah, this cassette was um, by someone named Jasmine? Mmm, I wonder how they're doing right now. Yeah, that whole doppelganger situation was nasty. Hey look, this one is a recording from a scientist named Jeremiah? Maybe these could give us a clue into the photo booth's origins. Log 148B, September 24th, 9 a.m. Chamber 1476. Experiments conducted on SCP-096 have resulted in failure. SCP-096 is still conscious and still alive. It seems to be impervious to a multitude of ammunition and explosives. We have taken care to not let any personnel view SCP-096 directly in the face. However, a D-Class personnel was unfortunate to glance at its face. He was torn completely- <laughs> Daily Log 1266, October 9th, 9am. Today I will be teaching a new C-Class personnel. Her name is- And she is really interested in SCPs as a whole. Definitely a chipper one, that's for sure. Still, despite barely meeting her, I've grown rather fond of her.
emergency log to December 7th, 5 p.m. SCP-096 has breached containment. Rapid response forces have dispatched to recontain SCP-096. I'm okay. We're okay. We are all... Daily log. One, two, eight, zero. October 23rd, 8, 12 a.m. Where is... I haven't seen her in over two weeks. All of our assigned duties have been shoved onto me. However, it is strange that she seems to have disappeared after SCP-096 breach containment. Surely it's just coincidence, right? I need to check the background on this girl and make sure no one sees SCP-096. Emergency, emergency log eight. It's, it's all lost. They all got released. I don't, I don't know, I don't know who, but, but. No, 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 she did this. She did this. I don't know why, but that sick released images of Shy Guy. And, yeah, I was lucky to be asleep when it happened. That girl, that, I'll kill her. I swear to God, I'll kill her. I need to keep this recorder in case I survive. If anyone hears this, tell my, tell my. Day twenty-eight since facility destruction. I haven't found the traitors, and water ran out a few weeks ago. Food two weeks ago. I'm probably as good as dead. <laughs> I never thought it would end like this. <sighs> God, I'm lightheaded. Fiona, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I lied to you. I'm so sorry. Please, forgive me. If I get another chance, I'll... Oh, oh no, 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 please, 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 I don't want to die, Damn! Yeah, he most definitely violently passed away. That's a bit insensitive. Anyways, it seems like the photo booth is connected to the past instead of the future. First the Chuck E. Cheese, then these old cassettes. I mean, it is a bit run down. Just think about the other places the alleged photo booth has shown up. Yeah, some of those places are really nostalgic. What is this place trying to tell us? Wait, did the photo booth just spit out another set of pictures? Wait, I see some text on the bottom there. Like for part two or... Blast Beyonce! What? Beyonce! Damn.
Sorry, Beyonce. Man, that video was so random. A photo booth. And what's with the end? Are they for real? Man, you know what's a real conspiracy? Beyonce being a part of the Illuminati. Yeah. You never heard about that? I think I've heard about that. Yeah, like, have you seen Jay-Z, like, in his concerts, when he pulls up a triangle with his hands? What? That's some crazy stuff. There's definitely something going on behind doors. Dude, we gotta get to the bottom of this. And did you hear? Beyonce is allegedly allergic to bees. What? How is she allergic to bees? Like, literally, her fans are beehives. Like, what? Like, she she can't be. She can't be. That's what she said. And you know what? I... What was that? You know, she's got to be okay. lying or something. James. Or maybe it's just rumors. Hmm. What do you think? Man, I hope it's on rumors. Yeah. On. She, she got to save the bees. I know, she's got to. She's like their number one um, ambassador. Number <laughs> <laughs> one ambassador? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, she definitely is. Yeah. And also, did you hear that Jay-Z isn't real and is a figment of Beyonce's imagination? What? Yet, this Who said that? Dude, let me tell you, man. This theory goes way back to 2007. Okay, imagine it's the BET Awards. Beyonce is performing her number one hit single, Deja Vu. Right? And suddenly, out of nowhere, we see a faded Jay-Z in the background coming in and out of the picture. And for a second, you think, whoa, is he a hologram? Or is my mind playing tricks on me? So the theory is that Jay-Z is actually a product of Beyonce's whole career. Like, he was just brought into existence, and since he's been around so long, we've come to believe in him. And he was brought into existence just to further the drama and this thing going on in Beyonce's life, because Beyonce is just a really good person, and without drama, people lose interest. What do you think about that? So what you're telling me is that Jay-Z is like Hatsune Miku, bro? Like, what? Yeah, hologram. I mean, you ever hear his vocals? I mean, sometimes it sounds a little robotic. Dude. Yo, somebody is working the mechanics back there. I know. What are they dropping Project Jay-Z? Dude, for real. He's coming for Hatsune Miku's career. <laughs> also i don't know if you heard this but beyonce when she came to chicago like last year she pulled up to yolo Kali. what i did not see her how can i miss her dude you had to be there it was a movie oh i'm crying now you can't tell me this yeah dude she performed deja vu not once Three times. Are you kidding me? And you saw that and you didn't text me? Dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you back then. Dude, you're so fake. You should have known me. Even if you didn't know me, you should have. Man, I don't, I'm starting to believe if, if Jay-Z is real. Like, how am I supposed to know you even before I even met you, man? Oh, he just, man. I thought we were connected. Man, uh, we're not friends anymore. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> 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 and what hmm, what do you think about Beyonce being Italian Mommy! Italian mm-hmm. I thought Italians were fake wait a second if Jay-Z's fake 
and Italians are fake. Jay-Z is Italian as well? What? Dude, you're blowing my mind. I can't take this. This is too much. This is too much for my brain. I literally can't. I can't comprehend this. Italian, Jay-Z, Beyonce, what is all this? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I'm saying they're really trying to just bring Beyonce down with all these conspiracies. Bro, that is too crazy. Yeah. You got any Beyonce conspiracies? I heard Beyonce ghost wrote the Constitution. Dude, stop lying. Dude, I'm not lying. I swear, bro. Wait, dude. If she ghost wrote the Constitution... No wonder bees are extinct, dude. They're trying to bring her down. Dude, what you mean? They're just like praying on her downfall, but like, what? That doesn't make sense. Dude, I know. I was there when she ghost wrote the Constitution. Dude, I was right there too. I was like, I was like in the, what is it? Those curtains. I was behind the curtains. I was watching them when they were writing it with that pen, that feather pen thing. Dude, no way. You were behind them. Wait, I think I remember. I think you were... You were behind them, Thomas Jefferson, right? Bro, yes. I was Dude. right there. How you not remember me? Dude, okay, I'm gonna be real with you. Thomas Jefferson. He was my side piece. Nah. What? Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we're getting way too scandalous here, man. <laughs> Sorry, that was just too random. But, um. <laughs> that was very <laughs> random. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Dead, bro. Wait, you know what else rhymes with Thomas Jefferson? What? Beyonce. Dude, I mean, that just brings us back. Like, you know, nothing really rhymes with Beyonce. Dude, that's, it's like impossible to rhyme with Beyonce. But like, no one can prove us wrong. If they can, then I'll give them a dollar. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Me too, me too. For mm. real. Yeah, isn't it crazy? All this Beyonce stuff. Yeah. Man. How how what? All these conspiracies. Yeah. Blowing my mind. I think I'm becoming Beyonce. Oh my god, dude. I think you're becoming Beyonce too. Dude, you're you're transforming right in front of me. Dude, oh oh my god. Oh my god. Baby, I can't go anywhere without thinking that you're there. Seems like you're everywhere, it's true. I'll be having days Wait. Wait, if I'm Beyonce and you're Beyonce, then who's hosting this radio show right now? Dude. Oh, my God. Dude. I think I hear something behind me. Dude. Wait, what? I'm too scared to turn around. Dude, oh, oh my god. Don't don't turn around. Dude, I don't want to turn around. Dude. Dude, don't do it. He's right behind me, isn't she? Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi, catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy fresh. With that, we have reached the end of our show. We took a drive with Diego and Angel to learn about wacky religions, mattress money laundering schemes, and even weird dolphins. Not to mention, Ariandi and I went through a forest where we heard Jasmine and Jeremiah's audio pieces. 
This is What's Up, the Suspicious Expedition Show on WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpin Radio. My name is Sam, joined with Jasmine, Ariandi, Diego, Jeremiah, and Angel. We thank you all for tuning in today. And that's the conclusion of our program. Brought to you by the fine folks at... Oh, not you again. No! And yo, who let her back in? And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed whatever it is you just heard. Heartwarming interviews, tear-jerking stories, magnificent music, and the sound of our voices. Because God knows that this is the best content on the airwaves. Don't forget to follow YOLO on all their social medias at YOLO Kali. And you can find all our audio content on SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We bougie like that. Well, that's it. Bye. See you next Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. for another episode of What's Up?